0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. I recently went to one of our fine supermarkets in search of a few items. One particular thing on my list was yogurt. I trekked down that refreshing, cool aisle and stood before a dais of dairy delights. I finally settled on one specific brand and flavor and thought, well, I've got many choices. If I don't like it, I could always come back and choose another, or another, or another, until my little heart is content. And if I ever get tired of this particular brand, of course, I can always come back because there are a plethora of choices. m and sure. Banana pudding flavors, mm, not so much. Strawberries and cream, I can get along with it. I've got choices. We are inundated with options in mind. I can always go to Patty Cakes Bakery if Kroger Bakery makes my cake wrong. If one of my friends upset me, I can drop them and find another. Or if the music at church isn't what I want, I can just go down the street and find another church. If any of this resonates with you, as it does with me, then the book of Hebrews was written for you. Hebrews was penned by an unknown author, author, but what is clear about the book is this. It is written for people that are giving up, who have lost sight, and who feel like leaving the church might be the best option. It's a story of a people who have lost faith in the world around them. Reading it, one could say it was written about our current world. We are currently in what most consider the beginnings of a recession. Grocery bills keep going up. If you make a mistake, you can quickly become cancelled by those around you. Grace and mercy do not abound in any sort of measure. If someone does you wrong, you can simply cut them out of your life. In fact, it practically is our way of life. It's the easiest way to deal with difference. It's hard to keep the faith when the world around you seems to be crumbling apart. The interesting part is that it isn't just about our modern-day society. It is a song and dance that has tangled throughout the ages. And, of course, the book of Hebrews is no exception. The message that the preacher is delivering in Hebrews is a simple one. Have faith. Did you notice the rhythm within the reading? By faith by faith, by faith. The writer is recounting the acts of God within the lives of the former living. We are told that by faith, Sarah and Abraham had children, and their children eventually inherited the land. They died in faith without receiving the promises, but they saw and greeted them from a distance same story of the life of Martin Luther King, Jr. He knew that the Ark of Justice was long and would eventually land in the outstretched arms of his Christ, but he knew he might not see that day. They held on to the promise that God would be faithful because they had heard the stories and seen the works of God throughout their lives faith is rooted in our past, and our hope springs out of that into our future. Our hope is founded in the acts of God told in Jesus Christ's life. When we meet Christ in his death and resurrection, we find ourselves swimming in a vast sea of hope. Some might even call this baptism. We unite with Christ in his redeeming work and become heirs through the hope he provides us. We become part of a body whose members heartbeat is the rhythm of by faith, by faith, by faith. We might might not be able to fully recognize and visualize the future, but Jesus can and has done so. So, to borrow some lyrics from Mariah Carey, it's a vision of love. A vision that says, all belong and all have dignity and worth. A vision that says, giving up on each other is never the right course. A vision that says each of us is worth being loved and more than capable of giving love. A vision that says all, all that are here in creation is worth being in the kingdom of God now. And not just when our life transitions by our death. Christ saw this, lived this, and we too are united in this vision and this work of bringing the kingdom of God to earth as it already is in heaven. In fact, we pray for the strength to do just that every single week here. We Christians have this vision imprinted on us at baptism and we promise to do our best to uphold it, to bring it to fruition. We might not see the whole of the kingdom come here on earth in our lifetime, but we can see the kingdoms breaking through when we walk in the way of love. Now we will look weird, odd even to those who are outside the church and to the rest of the world when we embrace this way of moving and being. You see, when we root ourselves into the life of Jesus, we become less like the world I talked about earlier and more like the world that awaits beyond this life. So basically, I guess what I'm trying to say to you this morning is this. Stick with Jesus. He is the author of our salvation and the one who can carry us through. And if today or at any time the heartbeat of faith in your life begins to become a rabbit, remember who is to your left and to your right in front of you and behind you this morning. Go ahead, take a look around. and remember because you all are part of one body a body that will help keep your faith going even when you don't have any left and in a moment we will gather around this table at the sacrament of holy communion and when you taste the wafer and the wine you will glimpse a taste of a marvelous mystery a mystery of unity where you and I are united with a world beyond our very vision. So let it wash over you. Let it permeate those places within you that seem to be as dry as an Arkansas summer. But don't stay here for long. Taste this vision of love and go go because you who are fed by the body and blood are also the body of christ sent out to be a taste of that heavenly city a walking testament to faith like sarah abraham and martin luther king jr amen